Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about technology as well as the Bible apps verse of the day. All right, welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. We're uh, pretty excited about this topic. It's going to be a shorter one, but you know, we we kind of uh, have made a mark in technology. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing as if you're listening to this, you are using some form of technology. Most likely, yeah. Most likely, yeah. It's, it's probably not smoke signals. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that we want to talk about today is how we can personally use technology in order to increase our own spiritual goals and how we can grow closer to God and how we can utilize technology in all of its different forms and facets to to help grow ourselves and, mm-hmm. and to help grow our own faith life and, and our walk. So, uh, Dylan, I, I know you've got a couple of ideas, so I'll let you go ahead yeah. and jump in there. Well, so uh, th- this is w- something that came to mind is the verse of the day on my app that you were talking about just popped up this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I use just the the Bible app. Yeah. I don't think it has a more technical <laughs> it just name. says Bible. Yeah, it you just says, the app store. You, yeah, if you search Bible. App Store Bible, yeah. it's the first one that's going to pop up. It's got like 7.8 million reviews. Yeah. Um, so I've got, I use the, it's called ESV Bible. Okay, yeah. And so it, you know, and, and I know there's other Bible apps and other Bible mm-hmm. reading apps and Bible software them, apps. Yeah. So many different things that can help you with that and provide verses of the day. So yeah. anyway, What's the verse yeah. of the day? So, yeah, the verse of the day popped up, and I was like, hey, we just need to, to talk, first of all, about this verse. But then also, you know, there's so many different ways that we can use technology um, to strengthen our faith, honestly. Um, yeah. And it even goes beyond just the convenience of having the Bible on your phone. <laughs> um, anyway, so verse of the day, first of all, is uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 26. And that's from the, um, the Bible app. Um, and... If you're listening to this when it's posted, it's going to be a different verse of the day, but this is from the day we recorded it. So Romans chapter 8, verse 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And and this is a, a passage that we've mentioned before as we're talking about the Holy Spirit and yeah. and uh, what he does, how he works, um, obviously he intercedes for us. He yeah. is, uh, as Christ calls him, our helper. You mm-hmm. know, Jesus was telling the the apostles in John fourteen, fifteen, sixteen that that when he goes away, he's going to send the Helper, the Comforter, um, and he's going to to be here with us to help us, to guide us, yeah. to comfort us. Yeah. Um, and then John, here in John Romans fourteen, sorry, verse fifteen, he he starts talking about it. Yeah, uh, spends a lot of time talking about the yeah. Helper that's going to come to them. Yeah. But then here in Romans, we see um, that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it kind of made me think, which is why I started thinking about today's topic as far as how we can use technology to help us as well. It it, it just kind of made, reminded me, you know, we're not meant to do this walk by ourselves. Yeah, We have a, a church family mm-hmm. because we need support. Yeah. We have the Spirit, the Helper. To, because we need support. Yep. And also we can implement other things like technology, like mm-hmm. um daily devotional books, you know. Yeah. There there's so many different tools that we can use yeah. to help us along the way. And and sometimes we just feel like we're stuck there and it's like I don't even know where to begin reading yeah. and begin studying. And yeah. I feel like I'm all by myself and 
I feel like this is just this mountain that I cannot overcome in order to continue my journey with Christ. And, and all of those are just not true and, uh, can become excuses if we let them to. Well, and on the other, the other hand, some people feel overwhelmed with the amount of choices that they have Mm -hmm. and, and don't know where to start because of that. You know, I I think, uh, you know, I've, I've heard it said about, uh, writing rules and regulations and laws, right? If you, if you leave it too vague, it's not very useful, right? Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot you can do. And if you, if you overwork everything and like the NCAA, I think is, is the prime example of this in their sports. They have rules for every little thing mm-hmm. and every little infraction. And, and if yeah. you take one little toe out of line, then you're, you know, breaking one rule. And, and yeah. it's, you know, so, so there's, there's gotta be kind well, of even middle professional ground. sports associations, yes. whether it be the NFL, NBA or MLB or something, yeah. you know, they will find a player if they've got a non-sponsored uh, beverage on yeah. the table during a press conference. Yeah. You know, if it's like they got a Red Bull, but Monster is their sponsor, yeah. fine. They're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if they've got a Coke, but Pepsi's their sponsor, yeah. fine. You know? Yeah. Um, so in the same way that, you know, rules, regulations can be under, underwhelming or overwhelming, mm-hmm. so too can the amount of choices we have. And, and I think the, the easiest way to kind of go about that, cause here in the United States, if you're listening in the United States, we, we have choices. We have plenty mm-hmm. of choices and that can't be overwhelming at times. Yeah. And my encouragement and advice is to just start somewhere. Yep. Just start. You know, if, and, and one of my, one of my favorite sayings, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I, I tell, tell the teens and I tell people all the time, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Yeah. And, and I heard that from uh, one of my tennis coaches growing up, but I think it's so true. You know, if we don't know where we're going, Every single road then can get us where we're wanting to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ultimately, our goal as Christians is to make it to heaven. And yeah. so the Bible has to be our, our ultimate uh, source of authority. But there's a lot of resources out there. Not all of them are good, but there's a lot of resources out there that can help us to understand and help us to grow closer uh, to, to the Scriptures and to our yeah. understanding of it. So. I kind of want to get into some of my favorite things that I use technology for yeah, as for uh, as an aid to to me and my my personal study. Um, yeah. Whenever I'm talking with anybody, or mainly preachers and elders who can just quote Bible verses like like at the drop of a hat, you know, it's like yeah. like you mention some verse that you recall somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, it's boom, book chapter verse," and yeah. they just lay it out right there, and I'm like. I, I don't have that ability. I, yeah. My mind is not a steel trap when it comes to scripture. I can recall the idea of what either Paul or Peter or whoever's yeah. writing is trying to get across, yeah. but I cannot remember for the life of me book, chapter, verse on, yeah. on some things. You know, yeah. the, there's others that, you know, are easy to recall. Yeah. John three sixteen. Yeah. Obviously that one's an easy one to remember. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's, my mind doesn't work that way yeah. to to just be able to pull out a book chapter verse. So what I like to do is I will Google Bible verse that says and then yep. put in the phrase that I remember. And then almost immediately the verse that I'm thinking of pops up. And I'm yep. like, that's where it was. I yeah. remember it's Jeremiah 29 now, not Jeremiah 29, 11, yeah. <laughs> you know, which yeah. I, for the longest time I got those two confused. Jeremiah 29, 11 is for the, I know the, the plans I have for you declares the Lord and yeah. Jeremiah 20 colon nine is, um, (laughs) is when Jeremiah is talking about there's a fire in his bones. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so 
being able to just Google Bible verse that says, yep. and Google immediately brings it up. Now, whenever I'm talking with anybody about this, I'm like, don't just Google, like, what does the Bible say about, like, yeah. like X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah. Um, what does the Bible say about homosexuality or abortion or yeah. anything, a hot button topic like that? Because Google's algorithm will want you to find things that Google believes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, so I, I actually, so I sometimes will do that specifically yeah. if I'm, so if I'm talking about a passage of scripture, I'm preaching about something yeah. and in that passage or in that section is the topic that I'm wanting. And yeah. I will Google, you know, what does the Bible say about? Yeah. And there's only one, there's only one website that I really go to for that. And it's called open Bible. Mm-hmm. And all it That's does is just, it gives you the Bible verses that yeah. relate to that. And then I go and I read it, what's in the text, and yeah. I read the surrounding verses. And so, exactly. It's using technology as a tool to aid in your yes, study and finding where the verses are that yeah. the Bible yeah, has. And so, yeah, I, I agree though. When, when you type in, you know, what does the Bible say about XYZ? If you're going to opinion sources, right, to where somebody is saying, well, the Bible says this because of XYZ. And mm-hmm. well, that's not. That's no, not that's not exactly good. what the Bible says. Correct. That's that's someone's what, interpretation of the Bible, yes. which all kinds of people have interpretations of the Bible. Yep. Um, some of them are accurate. Some of them are inaccurate. And depending on who you ask, they will say whose interpretations are accurate or inaccurate, you yes. know. Um, and so that's why I'm like, don't yeah. just find any random opinion yeah. on the You got to be very careful with it. Yeah. You have to be very, very careful with it. But allow it to be a tool to narrow your search within scripture because the Bible mm-hmm. is a big, big book. It's yes. got a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. And if you are trying to flip page by page to find certain things, it's going to take you forever. It is. Um, and so that's why I think it's amazing that we've yeah. got this technology that can help us with yeah. that. Um, well, and there are, you know, in, in the, in a lot of Bibles themselves, you know, at the very back of it, you've got, you know, you've got these words that are in there, the uh, concordance really. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if concordance is the right word. Uh, but, um, but you've got, it is concordance. Yep. You've got a concordance at the back of some Bibles where you can find different words. So, you know, the, the word here, account, well, it's mentioned in Matthew five eleven, Matthew 12, 36, Roman 14, 12, Hebrews 4, 13, 1 Peter 4, 5. So if I wanted to find anything about account, well, I can go there and I yep. can find it. doesn't mean it's going to have all the verses and it doesn't mean it's going to have all of the, all of the references, but it is a good place to start. And if you're still lacking the internet, can be a great tool. Yep. You just have to be careful with it. Yeah. And there are so many things uh, that we can use through apps, through um, uh, Bible study software mm-hmm. that can do things like that, but it also can show you different translations. Yep. It can show you um, the uh, original the, language, the Greek, the Hebrew, yep. and and talk about the definitions so what do of you, the words. What do you use for those? Um, so I go to BibleStudyTools.com. Okay. Um, well, I kind of do two things. Yeah. I've got a... <sighs> a Bible that has basically Strong's dictionary in the back of it. Um, And so it's called a keyword Bible. Mm -hmm. And so it's English, ESV, Genesis through Revelation. But every keyword, you know, it doesn't underline the of, the, a, stuff like that. But every keyword is underlined and it's got a 
Strong's number next to it. Yep. Um, and then you can find that if you're in the Old Testament, flip to the Hebrew. If you're in the New Testament, flip to the Greek in the back of the Bible. And then you can see the definition of that word. Um, and so I use that a little bit, but then I also use BibleStudyTools.com. Okay. And you can only on BibleStudyTools.com find the Greek definition yeah. um, or the, the, the definition of Greek words if you're in um, – King James Version or New American Standard. Okay. Um, so I, I use, uh, it's called Blue Letter Bible. Yeah. And uh, so they've got an online site, but they've also got an app. And so I use the app. And so if ever I'm curious about, you know, what a specific word is, not only does it pull up, I mean, it, it pulls up the, the Strong's Concordance, and mm-hmm. then it pulls up the etymology of the word. It gives you how to pronounce the word. It, yeah. Then it gives you the definition. And then it gives you all the places it's used in the Bible. Exactly. And, and that's what I yeah. like finding uh, on BibleStudyTools.com yeah. is finding all the places that it, it's written. Well, and, and that's also what why I like using my keyword Bible because it's ESV. Mm -hmm. And then I like using Bible study tools because I can do New American Standard and then find all the other places it's written. So different translations, but you see the same Greek word is used and you can see, okay, I can see how they translated it to that word. And in New American Standard, see how they translated it to this word in ESV. Um, And it's a combination of having a book in my hand, the Bible in my hand, having Bible study tools on my computer. And then on my phone, up pops the verse of the day. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, I, so you use different, different translations and I I think Corey sometimes will use different translations and Mm -hmm. man, I'm someone, I I just use one. (laughs) I just, I just use, and it's not that there's anything wrong with that. I could definitely use other translations to get a different feel for how things may have been said or how, how I could say things differently. But I, I'm such a creature of habit in some ways and, mm-hmm. and, uh, using the ESV is just something that I've done. Well, so I, I grew up using the NIV. Um, that's, uh, the first Bible that I recall having and taking with me to Bible class every Sunday was yeah. NIV. The 1984 one, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was baptized, the eldership at that congregation gave me an, uh, NIV study Bible, 1984. Yeah. Um, and, um, <laughs> so a lot of the passages that I, have memorized and that come off the top of my head are in IV translation. Yeah. Um, but I really like being able to see the different translations, how, yeah. how men got to different definitions or, or different words from the one definition of, of a Greek word. And, yeah. and it almost is a little bit more evidence to, okay, this is God's word, God's word, because People will say, well, look at all these different translations. And I'm like, well, they're, they're all saying the same thing. Yep. And, and one of the things I really like, uh, is <laughs> actually I'm trying to recall the, the name of the translation. I think it's Holman Christian standard or something. Hmm. Um, but in John 3:16, the way that it translates, and I'm going to have to, to go back and show you this later, but uh, the way it translates John three sixteen is for God so loved the world that whoever commits himself to Christ shall not perish. And you know, John three sixteen is everybody knows it, whether it's NIV, New American Standard, ESV, whatever it may be, is for God so loved the world that whoever believes shall not perish. But this yeah. um, Holman Christian Standard, um, I think, is what it is, translates whoever commits himself, and I'm like. That's just a really cool way to yeah. to read it. And I'm like, okay, more accurately is probably believe. But when you think about belief as a commitment of yourself to Christ, yeah, it just kind of puts it in a different light. And yeah. so that's that's personally why I like using different translations. Yeah, but. That's fair. I looked up the Holman. So it, 
the Holman is for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So hmm. it may be a different one that you're talking about. Yeah, a different edition or something. Um, but, but either way, the point stands yeah. is that there, the different translations provide different – Sometimes I will say this. Sometimes the different translations provide different meanings. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when you're using the, the more uh, literal translations, the word-for-word translations – they provide different ways in which the same phrase can be said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think I was actually listening to um, one of our old podcasts. Uh, I was talking with somebody about singing uh, today and 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 why we choose singing. And so I was listening to the podcast that we did with your dad, yeah, uh, about singing with the spirit. And you know, he he made the comment. He said, "Well." You know, sometimes you got to tell your kids three different times to clean up their room. You know, clean your room. Have you cleaned your room yet? When are you going to clean your room? Right? Yeah. Like it's it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just said slightly differently. And so yeah. I think depending on the translation that we use, you know, there there are some that we would recommend. There are some that we would not recommend. Um, but uh, but the the more literal ones, the more verse verse for ver, uh, sorry word for word. Um, as opposed to thought for thought translations is what we would do. You know, we, thought for thought is, is kind of dangerous. Paraphrase is kind of dangerous. Uh, well, and I think they all have their, their help at different times. Yeah. You know, sometimes we'll be studying with the college group and, um, and we're like, okay, let's try to, you know, put this into our own words so we can wrap our minds around it. Someone, ter- someone opened the NLT, you know, yeah. new, the New Living Translation and, yeah. and let's just see how, how they're thought for thought and see if, we can help use that to help yeah. us make sense of what we're reading yeah. and put it into yeah. our own words. And, and it can be helpful, but yeah, it can be helpful. I, I, so last night I was teaching Bible class with the, the teens, the high school mm-hmm. group, and we were talking about, you know, evangelism and, uh, and, and how we go about evangelizing. And, and one of the kids read from, uh, I think it was like first Peter mm-hmm. three. And, and in there he, he said, uh, you know, uh, it's like taketh, or um, vow, or it was one of those like it was, it was from yeah. the King James version, and it was. And so Which I asked him, "Funny, because that's not even technically like word for word from the Greek. That's no. just Old English. It's Old English, right?" <laughs> but I asked him after he read it. I said, "Hey, was that King James?" And he goes, "I, um, yeah." I said, "It must have been because you said taketh." Yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, again, it elicited a little laugh, you know, out of everybody. But it, it's kind of one of those things that. You can know what the translations are and you can trust the translations, but ultimately, um, you know, we, we, we do need to be careful with what we're reading and, and we can definitely use other versions to kind of help and assist in our understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there are certain translations now that are changing the, the genders mm-hmm. within the scripture. And that, and that, that's, that's part of why it's so important, I think, that, that we use translations that are, um, uh, word for word, yeah, as opposed to thought for thought, because you can, you know, depending on who's thinking, can change, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the meaning. But, um, but anyway, yeah. so we've kind of talked a little bit about um, some of your your favorite technologies. What what else do you use? So, um, well, I had another thought earlier, but I've lost what it was once we started talking about translations. Sorry, um, <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, I, I didn't want to spend long talking about. Um, technology my yeah. main thing is hey this is this is something that we can use yeah. to to further our walk with Christ to further yes. uh, our our faith to deepen our faith um, yeah. as opposed to let's just you know set aside all technology and just give me the 
the Bible, just me and me and the Bible, and I'll I'll yeah. study from there. And I'm like, that's fine. You can do that, yep. but also you've got a lot of tools to help you along yes. the way. I remembered what I was going to talk about earlier. Um, as far as people coming and saying, you know, where do I start? Yeah, there, there's so many options. Where do I start? I actually had a, a teen come and ask me this uh, a week and a half ago or so. Yeah, um, he was saying like, you know, we'll, we'll be sitting in Bible class and. The teacher says, hey, turn to this this chapter, um, turn to this this book, chapter, verse. Let's start start reading together and, and start discussing it with the class. And then he's like, I don't even know who or what we're talking about. And he's yeah. like, where do I start? And I jokingly said, like, well, Genesis 1-1, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, the place that I would encourage you to start or I would encourage you to share with other people if they don't know the Bible at all. Yeah. Here's how I'd encourage you to start. Walk through an overview of the Old Testament. Walk through an overview of, of creation. There's Adam and Eve, and then go move on to Abraham. Um, well, you know, you can stop at Noah, then move on to Abraham, yeah. his sons, the promises that God made to Abraham. Yeah. Then you get to Moses, and then Moses to the Israelites, the judges, the kings, the prophets. And you can summarize the the Old Testament fairly quickly and get yeah. a grasp of God's relationship with his people in the Old Testament, and those promises that were made, yeah. and then start reading in John 1, 1, yeah. and go throughout the book of John, and then you'll be able to see God's relationship with the Israelites and Jesus's relationship with people while he was here on earth. Yeah. And in, throughout the gospel of John, John is very, very big on you need to commit your life to Christ. You need to yeah. give up everything and and commit your life to Christ. You know, each of the gospel accounts, whether it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, was written for a specific purpose. Yeah. Matthew wrote his to a Jewish audience to yeah. convince folks who were Jews that they should no longer be Jews and that they should be Christians. Yeah. And he used a lot of Old Testament arguments and Old Testament passages to prove that Jesus was the Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, for instance, wrote his to a Roman audience and portrayed Christ as a a conqueror, as a, a king, because that's what the Romans respected and valued. Yeah. Um, Luke wanted to write an orderly account. Yeah. Um, and then, to an individual. To an individual. And then John wrote a general account. Yeah. And that's why I like it, because I'm not a Jew. I'm not a Roman. Um, yeah. And I'm not super big on, like, I don't know, I just value John's... Yeah wide brush stroke more than Luke's orderly account. Yeah. And so um, not that I value the gospel of John more than the gospel of Luke. I'm just saying yeah. that's what resonates with when you're me starting more. with someone, when you're, when and, you're starting with someone. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think, so kind of one of the things that you said there towards the end was, you know, it resonates with you more. Yeah. See, I, I start with Luke Yeah. and then I move right into Acts yep. because it was, which written, is another good option. Yeah. yeah. Which, Cause it was written by Luke. Both were written by Luke. Yeah. And so depending on where you start is, is really going to depend upon, you as the one who is studying with somebody else, mm-hmm. but also figure out what they need, right? So like the yep. team that came to you, dude, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know any of it. Yeah. Well, like I had given the teens a survey uh, yeah. just a week ago or so. Yeah. Um, basically just like, 
what do you believe about this? What do you know about this? Um, yeah. Like, what's your favorite Bible verse? Who is the the character in the Bible that you know of that is like the least known character, yeah. you know, like, the, like someone who's not very well known, but you still know about them. Like, who is that? And then, um, asked them a couple questions, like, uh, what kind of Bible questions do you have? Yeah. Um, what kind of questions do you have that the, to deepen your faith and what do you want to study in class? Yeah. And this guy, this teenager, he wrote down when I said, what kind of Bible questions do you have? He said, everything. Yeah. And like, not anything specific. He's just like, I got, I want to know it all. Yeah. And I don't know any of it. Yeah. And so, you know, when you have someone like that, it is, in one way, it's easy to start because mm-hmm. you just find common ground and you go from there. Yeah, you just. Um, and, and, you know, I was, like I was telling you, I was telling, talking to the teens last night about how we evangelize. And, mm-hmm. and one of the primary things that we have to do is we've got to start where they are. We've mm-hmm. got to meet people where they're at. You know, uh, Philip, when he was talking with the eunuch, started in the verse the what eunuch was at yeah and and i think it's i think it's so important that we do that and so all the technology that allows us to do that just allows us really to benefit and to grow from there that the devotional things every, everything allows us and is just a tool in mm-hmm. our tool belt and i think that's kind of the the point of today is um you know we we all want to start somewhere we all want to talk to people about jesus and some of us don't know where to start some of us are scared to start but we have so many tools in our tool belt yeah. that we can utilize to to discuss with people about Jesus and exactly. and uh, and you know this this podcast is one of those tools. Yeah, uh, please feel free to if if someone has a question about something, look through our our library and if if we've got for on that topic. The other day, this is going to be episode one seventy one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if if we very well might have something on the topic that you're uh, curious about. And if we're not, if we don't mm-hmm. send us an email, you know, send us yeah. a Facebook message, send us a, you know, a, a text, let us know. And, and we will be happy to discuss whatever it is that y'all want to discuss. Cause the whole point of what we're doing here is to create Bible conversations. You know, Dylan, you and I, we have our, we have conversations about the Bible here. Yeah. But the point is not for it to stop there. Yeah. The point is for other people who are listening for whoever is listening right now to go out and also have conversations about the Bible. Exactly. So anyway, is there anything else that you want to say, or am I good to close up here in a second? Close us out. All right. Well, uh, guys, we, we appreciate, and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening to us and, and giving us your time. Uh, we we do ask that you will share this with your friends, that you'll share it with coworkers, uh, share it with whoever that you come in contact with, and uh, just let them know. Uh, we we want to reach as many people as we can, and as many people as are interested in listening to us, we're grateful for that. So... Uh, thank you. We just ask that you listen for uh, a few more seconds uh, and uh, figure out how you, you can help us out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. 
Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and, and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can mm-hmm. uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, we do our best to provide uh, biblical and, and, and strong uh, discussion, and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love you.